Back then, remembering the Samaritan of yesterday through the voices of our people. Brought to you by Nancy's office. In August 2021, I had the honor to interview people who grew up in St. Martin right before the arrival of pipe water, electricity, and tourism. We talked about many subjects that you will discover in the next episodes. In this month's episode, you will hear Alicia Wainham, Janine and Etina Arnel, Jeanette and Mercedes Fleming, Franz and Fabien Gomes, and Olga and Rosette Gomes relate their learning experiences with people from abroad and the journeys of St. Martiners out of their village to pursue their education on the Dutch side in the French Caribbean and even in the United States. More details in the show notes. Well, now the children cool, they could go to the back. They could even do BTS. Yeah. Certain they BTS. could do certain BTS, and that is fantastic. Not we. What was it? What? 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 year we went? What? After the twice, After the twice, whether we wanted or not. Yeah. And come see on what you either catch delgas if you have no money, or you go and carry bail. Carry and you reach. I don't know how much hours, hours after. After. <laughs> That plane was so nice. Nice. Nice at the motor. Let me tell you, oh, that plane, planes like that exist yet, you know. In Puerto Rico, you just see them. I think they do cargo with those type of planes now. It's a plane that when it it does stand very high, and the front of it does stand very high, but it's a wrong, a wrong mouth um, plane. It's very old timeish, and Caribbean was the honest plane. You better catch Caribbean or you catch the grace. Yeah. With the French Quarter community being, as I said previously, we were so close to the Dutch side. A lot of the people in this community went Dutch school. They went, they went to sister school and so on, especially if they were Roman Catholic. They went to the sister, you know, whatever, Mary Laurent school and so, and they stayed over there and, you know, they did their life. My school experience um, was short-lived here on the island because at the age of nine, I migrated to the U.S. You go in the U.S. and everything is automated, Every you know, you have everything at your leisure. And because um, I, I, I migrated to, to stay with my sister, my older sister and her husband. And um, we went to school in the U.S. for a number of we years. Both we both did. Um, but being the younger one, she was... You had already started was going to into high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to do the summer. We went up the May, and I, we did summer school. And then I oh, so you, that's right. So you were doing college in Marigo. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And went into ninth graders. That's the first... I think that was the last year that they had it on the island. After that, you had to go to Guadeloupe. Just the season, so that's one of the reasons why I guess they transitioned you to go to the U.S. Maybe. instead of going uh, Guadeloupe. And then we went away to school in Guadeloupe because then was a time to wait for our parents' education start to take form, and they you had to go. But there was no books. Eh? There was no books, and um, I commend them those parents that uh, that made the, the sacrifice. I went. For my paddle say she feel because then it was um, length to St. Martin. 
My sister went Bentwich. I don't know how you get on Bentwich. But we had two Maybe after Sophia, they decided I would be the one to go. Yeah, because remember that was in 77. You, Sophia, was 76. Yeah. And then the, the following year, which was 77, they decided to send me to Bentwich. Yeah. So I guess that's why. So, so there was a close day again, knitted St. Martin community. And uh, we was in town and we say, j'ai village. And then weekend you used to go on pension and then now and then we always come for christmas and but now and then we could not come how we want and you know, it was just twice a, a year twice you would come a for year, christmas yeah. and then big vacation because there was no money anyway but when we stayed like for example we would stay up for easter everybody would be getting boxes from saint martin boxes with food sometimes because what they would do go on the airport and give um this gentleman, Monsieur Galvani, mm -hmm. he would agree to, you know, allow the parents to send up the food, food cook food on the boxes, and then we would come at the airport, raise it, and pick it up. Pick it up. So we would get our Easter food, our Easter meal. The tart and everything. Yeah, tart, pudding, and so on. And then sometimes, a lot of times, we would eat it in one house, mm -hmm. which was, um, for us in our days, it would be like by um, Johnny, Johnny Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, we would mm -hmm. go to his apartment because he had a house. And everybody we would eat it there. Everybody would come there. there and eat it. Yep. But but so you, you your parents sent you, but so many people were aware of you going and used to counsel you. Used to um, put a little money. Put in a hand. money. Put put a sheet. Give yeah. you a sheet. Give you a cake of soap. We don't call it a cake of soap, but, and they would always lecture you say you know what you're going for don't make yourself a fool come back and make some math and proud so your success was the entire community success and as a matter of fact they always used to keep a party when you was coming and we had to be here before the 14th of july that was the rendezvous in marigo everybody had to meet you would come back with the clothes that you know, you got in Guadeloupe, Marche Saint Antoine, you come down. And the shoes on. The shoes, and you would come down, you know, dress for the fete, and everybody would like, oh, they come back, but you had to come back with success. Yeah. You couldn't come back and say, well, okay, I failed my year, I didn't do this. Because there was no room for success, because the for sacrifice failure. for failure, the, sorry, the sacrifices were so great that it put the pressure on you that do not waste the money, because you couldn't afford to waste it. I went to Guadeloupe after. I went to Bainbridge from 1970 to 1975, after 3 From 70 to 75, I was Bainbridge. I do a back technique on comptabilité. And from there, I went and I am in France. Both of us went to Guadeloupe at a certain time. In our young age, I don't remember going to school to Guadeloupe, but at least on vacation. But because of the humidity, of the atmosphere in Guadeloupe, especially Massabiel, in my asthmatic situation, uh, my family, they estimated that I should not stay in Guadeloupe because it's too humid for, for my health and they sent me back to St. Martin. So we, we were separated at, at a certain time. And then the worst was when we had to go to Guadeloupe now because you reach Troisième. You, okay, you have to move on. What happened to the whole set? Because when you count who went Guadeloupe, counting those who went um, technique, who went to Lise technique, maybe you had 10 out of I always remember the two being in class so with happened? people that were 
very intelligent. And because of financial difficulties, the parents could not afford to send them to Guadeloupe. So my way in dealing with them today, in, with my children, is always selling them opportunity is what we're lacking for St. Martin children. I'm a teacher from Guadeloupe. I don't think it's a problem. I had Monsieur Noyan and Monsieur Lange, Madame Henri, Madame Maddo, all those Hengengas. And then Marika had Mademoiselle Paliatan. Oh, I had one from here in St. Martin. Mademoiselle Daniela Chiffy. I know the mother what they didn't teach me. Monsieur Jean, Monsieur, Monsieur, um, Monsieur Couillot. I had Monsieur Couillot from St. Bart's. And one really from here. That's Mademoiselle Jeffrey. She's the only one that I had here in St. Martin. Um, Martin. At home, we spoke English. Broken English. St. Martin English. We learned English in school. We spoke French because everything was taught to us in French. So we spoke French in school. But when we got home, it was English. And I think teachers, they, got, they spoke French. You had to speak to them in French. And then when you get to sixième, cinquième, you had a elder d'anglais. Professor d'anglais which was Mademoiselle Jeffrey. I didn't find it difficult to learn the English in, um, in school because we already speak the English, but all you have to do is perfect your English. So it wasn't difficult to that. Learning the French wasn't difficult either because you learn it from the time you were a child. Because when you went into school, that's what they taught you, French. Even though you were speaking a broken English at home, that was the French. And it was easy. There was no, no major problems. I remember this was something that was um, shocking to me. I had two friends, or two or three friends, I think it was, three friends, who 
apparently couldn't make it in the French system. They weren't, you know, ready for the thing. So they went second, Guadeloupe, and the second kind of like put them out. During the first term, they, they didn't allow them to, to, to finish the year. And they came back to St. Martin and they joined Journey for Education, which was an organization at that time that was promoting education and offering scholarships. It started in the Methodist Church. And they went on to the States and they excel over there. But that's what that, that is something that all Maybe this stuff our system is too selective too. So that, um. that was sad because you had people who could have made it probably if the educational system was more you know, geared towards their needs and respect to them. Because remember too, we said a lot of the parents came from St. Kitts and Nevis. So these people could speak English. Then they, were, they, they went to Methodist Church and other Protestant churches where they learned to read in English. Well, my and they were well-structured. And, and was, was in a Methodist yeah, Church. Chapter, That's school. A chapter school. That's the first school where we learned to read, to write, to come. And it wasn't a, I didn't know when, I, I can't remember when I started to speak French. Furthermore, French was only spoken at school. And here, my grandmother being from Martinique, when she don't want us to understand with my mother, they will speak their patois. When I went Guadeloupe, it was familiar to my ears already too. You know, the, the movie coming to America was like, whoa, <laughs> this is the life, you know. Um, but I look back and still appreciate all that I did because it, like I said, it molded me. The funny thing, when I was up there, I saw the American kids and they were so wasteful and they weren't loving and kind of like... They weren't mannerable either. Yeah, you I walk in a, a, a bus or wherever, nobody says hello, nobody says good morning, you know, and you have to mind your business. That was Everybody was... It was that very was culture selfish. shock for me. Yeah, it, it and, was different. And being the outspoken one that I was, I would sometimes reprimand something like, can't you say good morning? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? They would be watching me, what's wrong with you? Like, no, normal people say good morning, you know. Okay. But um, th it, there were so many lessons. Uh, I remember that I the learned. first lesson that my, our sister told us when we landed, and it was a five hour drive from mm -hmm. New York to Massachusetts that we were going, and she made sure hammered it in our head. You don't see anything. You don't know nothing. You just mind your business. Because we come from a little eye. matter fighting. I fight down the road, you know. Because you're inquisitive. And we all know everybody. But in the U.S., you know. So she made sure, prompted us to tell us, you don't. And that got me scared because she says, you can become incriminated, you know. Because if you see, say, say that you see something, then you're a witness. So they can actually have you... So that was painted in my, you know, placed in my head. And I was like, oh boy, I see nothing here. Nothing no, like the tree monkeys. See no evil, get no evil, do no evil. <laughs> but it was just amazing, totally different, you know. And even the long drives were such a shock. Five yeah. hours sitting on your behind from one state yet? to the next. Are know? we there yet? It was amazing, <laughs> but wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back uh, after, I was about 12 from 9 to 12, so that's three years. I was three years, hadn't seen my parents. Uh, no, I saw mom, she came up. Came up, yeah. For urgent reasons, yeah. you know, if you needed to know something urgently, then you send a telegram, you yeah. know. And then slowly we started with the, because my the dad phone. started working with the phone company yeah. too, so that made it, you know, that was a different story. But, but that um, was weird. That was so. It was so weird leaving from. It was from one extreme to to another. You know, and you and know the, what also the, was very very strange. Not cutting. Mm -hmm. 
when I came back, that too was a, a shock because when I'm listening to my friends who I, I left a few years before, I could barely understand what they're saying. <laughs> because and they are laughing because City Yankin, you know. But of course when you leave you go you 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 act you go roaming on do later Roman. We but we, we, we had to because they constantly question, excuse me, what did you say? Yeah. I don't understand. Can you yeah. repeat? Yeah. You get sick and tired of that, so you learn to adapt and, and speak, I, articulate where they can understand. But it was you. amazing when you come back and realize, oh my God, that's that's the way. But that, <laughs> that was that right yes. now, but that's all I was, you know. Yes, yes. But it was just very strange listening and realizing, wow, there's a difference, you know. And then, of course, with my experience in the States, coming back to the St. Martin, when I would speak, which I say properly, not yank. People are like, you're not from here. I'm like, you want that? <laughs> then they're like, okay, yes, you're from here. My friends, I hope. 